Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, welcome to our show. I'm Jeff. And I'm Patty. And we live and travel full-time in our 38-foot RV. We sure do. And in case you're wondering, we are actually back home in Ohio right now visiting family, mm-hmm. friends, going to the doctors. Yeah, uh, the doctor. Yeah. You know, it's fun getting older, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of nice, though, to be able to come home and do that. Yeah go to our familiar places Mm -hmm. but anyway one of the places that we like to stay when we're here is in seville ohio and it's called maple lakes campground yeah nice place Mm -hmm. and why do you like it so much oh let's see well it's family owned that makes a big difference yeah yeah that's really cool it's off the beaten path yep it sure is Mm mm-hmm it's not next to a freeway. Where you're hearing cars and trucks all like... Yeah. No airports, no trains. No. It's really quiet. And... They have a gate at the front. Right. It's it, really secure. It is. It's so secure. It feels so safe. And that gate is down 24-7. Yeah, it is. Which is really nice. There's also a lot of nice people there. Oh, yeah. I love the people there. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. We've had the pleasure to get to know the owners. It's a family business run by the father and his daughter. And when we started to hear some of the stories that they would tell us, including stories <laughs> about the deadheads, you know, the people who would follow the Grateful Dead across the country because they would camp there. We knew you had to hear this, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Bob Romaine and his daughter, Mistina Coppice, run the operation, and they're here with us right now. Bob and Mistina, welcome to our podcast. Hi, thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. You know, it's a lot of fun being here at Maple Lakes. It's a it nice campground. It's beautiful. And we really like family-owned campgrounds. And how are they doing nowadays? Are there more of them i mean we occasionally hear of people saying well hey you know we want to buy a campground or are they becoming more corporate and being bought up by the companies the family-run campgrounds are becoming i feel like oscillate these big corporate are coming in and they are buying and the small family owned are getting offered money that is more than they ever expected to get from their parks especially with the market right now Uh and they're like this is our retirement. And you're finding that a lot of these family-run parks are second generations, they're in their retirement age, and a lot of the kids aren't taking over 
where the parents are ready to retire, so they have to sell because they don't have the lineage to take over the parks. Right. Oh, that makes sense. It does. Well, now with your campground, how many acres do you have here? We have 115 and we have 225 sites. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because it's spread out. It's really nice. Yeah. And you're down by 224 Mm -hmm. and 71, so it's easy to get to. It really is. Mm -hmm. Yes. What about the history, Bob? Has it always been in your family? Did you buy this place? My parents bought the place in 1971. My dad left corporate America. Mm -hmm. He worked for NCR out of Dayton. Just by a fluke, he was talking to a client, and he said they were talking about what they want to do, you know, sort of like a bucket list. And they asked him, and he says, I'd like to own a campground. And the gentleman says, we have one for sale. Wow. And that's how we got involved. So it was already a campground. It was already established right, it was, with the site. It was started in 1964. Okay. Uh, my parents bought it in 1971. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a lot of amenities. That's how it started, you know, with family business. Mm-hmm. And then it grew. My dad passed away in 1974. And it was just me and my mom. And I had a younger sister and one sister in college. And so we just, you plug along. That's mm-hmm. what we did is we plugged along. Did you enjoy it? Did you really love it? <laughs> it was okay. Uh. <laughs> it's one of those things where you, Mom needed help, so you help mom. Mm-hmm. He you wanted know. to be an accountant. Oh. So if there's anything that could go the total opposite way of accounting, it's the campground. Yes. <laughs> right. I would imagine you need a good accountant to run this thing. Yes, but he's not our accountant. <laughs> yes. Needless to say, there's a lot of challenges. And over time, things have changed, correct? Correct. Um, amenities have changed. Look at the bus you're in it's just it's by the way it's gorgeous oh, thank you and but i mean just you're seeing more and more of this the bigger they get the more requirements they have that's the way it's going and the people are looking for more resorty type places mm-hmm. you know as a family business it's hard to expand because the banks don't understand your business right and so they'll say well why would you why do you need two hundred thousand dollars to put in 20 sites you know, and then you tell them, well, we got to put sewer in, we're doing electric, we got to put the roads in, the pads. And they go, well, why would you do that? Camping is just, you pitch a tent out in the woods and that's the extent of it. Right. Yeah. So that's what you're dealing with. <laughs> right. So, I mean, and it's it's all over the country. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's that's where the franchise parks have a little better exposure because they have financing available to them you know banks that know their business so Mm -hmm. and they know what's going on yeah but you know locally it's terrible yeah trying to get someone to finance you i would imagine so and and then like you say you had to add a lot of amenities everything has changed used to be we would go out and we'd pitch a tent and we'd sleep on the ground and now it's different you know you've got 30 amps no we need 50 amps now right and i would imagine upgrade the electric is not a uh, song and a dance i will brag about him and my mom and some older campers that we have so a lot of the amenities that we do have like the sewer and everything they figured it out. They did everything. We have pictures of them in five foot deep holes laying sewer and electric and all that. They can do everything. That's why sometimes I'm like, how can you keep all that in your brain? You know how to do everything. And they do it and 
we're slowly trying to learn the same process because I'm like, I don't know how to put in sewer. I don't know how to fix electric. I have to do all this, though. We have to slowly learn. And then along comes Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh, we have to have the internet while we're camping. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They have to stream their TV sets. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I knew it was bad when I was in a campsite and I'm walking by an RV and it was a beautiful campsite and everything. And I look in. And they've got Wheel of Fortune on. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute, we're camping. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we have some people that the trailers are here for like this season, and we go around to clean fire pits, and not once did they ever have a fire. Oh, yeah. Like, you've been here for months and you're camping. Yeah. How have you not had a campfire? Right. I know. Isn't that something? <laughs> some people just never come out of their RVs. No. Well, it's really interesting. You have some facts and figures about RVing and camping. Things are really starting to accelerate. Did you ever think you'd see that? No. Yeah. Well, back, you know, during the recession in 2008, we survived. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we all survived. Mm-hmm. It's all based on the economy and like I said when COVID hit, the RV dealers they couldn't sell enough RVs because in the state of Ohio, that's the only thing you were allowed to do is play golf and go camping right Mm -hmm. yeah you know Mm -hmm. um so like i said it's you know people you know wanted to go camping because they couldn't do anything else you know they couldn't go to the theaters they couldn't go to their local stores and covid sort of gave it a push Mm -hmm. right for people to get outside now we're waiting to see what happens now with these families that they got into camping because of covid but now are they going to stick Stick mm-hmm. with camping yeah. because now their kids are in soccer, mm-hmm. baseball, yeah. football. It takes up their weekends. So are they going to stay and still continue with what they're doing? The people that we have here seem to be, you know, we can cope with the kids going to soccer, but the trailer's already set up. We just have to drive in and open the door. So, Well, Mistina, you have some interesting facts there. Yeah. So talking about COVID and how it increased camping. 2022 witnessed an increase of about 1.5 million additional camping households, which is huge. Yes. And then it's estimated that campers spent $52 billion in local communities last year. And that's an increase of $8 billion from the year prior. That's So camping is helping not only us campground owners, but the local communities. And I think the campers that are coming out, they are this new generation of like, you know, Z millennials and X's mm-hmm. who want to go out and visit within the communities. You want to see the breweries cause that's big and the wineries and outdoor activities and things mm-hmm. like that. So having campgrounds in that area are really seeing the thrive from the outdoor amenities. Mm-hmm. So it's great. Well, it's really interesting. I do have one figure that's really fascinating and it used to be RVs were sold to 55 plus. That was the main demographic. Now it's down into the 30s, like 35 year olds. They're saying too that that generation is the ones who like grew up camping. So now they're the ones starting their families and they have lower kids and they're like, you know, camping was such a great experience for me as a kid. We should go out with our kids. So you're seeing a lot of younger families come with their young kids Mm -hmm. and spiking that way because like you said uh, camping was there for a while just that boomer generation really and we're starting to see a resurgence of younger families camping well you're a good example 
you grew up camping, didn't you? Uh, I grew up on a campground. Okay. Right. Oh, Growing oh, up oh, camping is a little different. Yeah. So we would go camping for like a week out of the summer to get away, but I wouldn't say we were avid campers. Mm-hmm. I slept in plenty of campers throughout the years because my friends all had them out here, you know, so I camped plenty. And then you somehow wound up going to Montana. Yes. So I went to college. I met my husband. And then after we graduated, he graduated a semester before me and he was putting in applications everywhere. His dream was always to go out west and he got accepted to were be a forestry technician for Glacier National Park. Oh, oh man. So sorry aw. to hear that. Right shucks, that's your office. <laughs> and, uh, so he got the call to leave in May. I graduated May 11th. We had a going away party on Mother's Day. We left Monday. Wow. So yeah, I graduated Saturday, Mother's Day left. And then we were out there because he was the one, he's like, you know, it's only six months out of the year. And I remember sitting in the kitchen being like, I already have a house, a job, and I have everything planned. We're going. He was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Wow. And it's crazy how we got the house out there because I worked for a vet clinic to finish out my college career. I worked at a vet clinic as a front desk receptionist. And the vet that I worked with lived in this house in Montana. And she said, hey. I think the girl who moved in after me is just so happened to move out. You should call the landlord. And so we did. And you had a place. We had a place. We took our two dogs. I had chickens and goats. We still keep in touch with the landlord. We text him like on holidays and birthdays. And we are still really close with him. It's just one of those things. The stars aligned. And that was meant to be. And that's fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Because yeah. Glacier is actually on our radar later on this year. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And I would imagine you guys know every back road in that place. Oh, my husband definitely does. He'll be like, this is where you have to go here. At this site, you have to go up here. And I'm like, I'm just along for the ride. Yeah. And the pictures, and it was amazing. And we met some really great people. We're actually going to Maine in August because one of my best friends out there is getting married and then we have Jay just flew back so we have friends all across the country now. Oh man. That's That's fantastic. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. So what brought you back to Northeast Ohio and Maple Lakes Campground? So I was lucky enough since they've owned the park and we lived on the property. It's always been like my dream to take over it. Mm-hmm. My grandmother and my dad mm-hmm. have created a great legacy here and the people and I like being a people person and we had our son so being so far away from family was just not an option we were out there a year after we had him and then we said (laughs) it's time Mm -hmm. Uh, my husband at first got a job for Medina County Park District so he worked there for the first year that we moved back and then it was one of those are you ready to come join the family business and so he finally did but just the legacy that was created here, I've always wanted to 
keep it going. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And uh-huh. Bob, I would imagine that you welcomed your daughter to come back and, uh, and you'll take a load off of you, right? Oh, yes. I'm looking to retire. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I got another three years to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put all that knowledge into their heads and then... I'm leaving. <laughs> right. Hopefully it'll stick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you did go to Kent. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, well, now being here in Northeast Ohio, so you're totally closed for the winters, right? Or is anybody living here? So we have the house on the top of the property yeah. and then Jay and I and the kids live in Chippewa Lake, which is five minutes away. Mm-hmm. Um, he typically will go to Florida and then we'll kind of just watch the property, keep tabs so it, these are all empty no here. so the oh. seasonal trailers majority of them all stay here oh they do mm-hmm. they live in them no oh. so they have to leave uh-huh. but they we do winter storage for them uh-huh. so the campers will stay here because a lot of them half of the people can't even tow their own vehicles yeah. because they're too big and they're like we came to be seasonal we know we're not moving it right yeah. right <laughs> right so and, it's I, and i just bought a kia yeah. right yeah. right right, right. Yeah, yeah. we're so not we, towing anything with that yeah. i feel like the job's never actually done in the off season we're just as busy as the regular season there that's when you do like all your tree work road maintenance mm-hmm. the big maintenance on every other thing you can't do when there's people here so they usually go for a few months and then Jay and I, the plan is to tag along with the kids to crash their party this winter, uh-huh. go to Florida, and then maybe a few other vacations in the winter now that we have it kind of figured out. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Bob, nice. you got a spark plug here on your yeah. uh, hands. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Um, like I said, it basically, when she was in Montana, I told her, if you're coming, that's fine. If you're not coming, then we're going to retire. Right. Mm-hmm. And the I said, exact words were, if you're not coming here, we're going to come to you. Ah. So, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I that's see. what mom always said. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I, no, never but, uh, I understand. <laughs> so, but, you got a great campground here, Maple Lakes, and it's in Seville, Ohio. Uh, the best thing about it is you got a lot of activities. I mean, you literally can walk over to any of the lakes and go fishing. Yep. You got Correct. a great area for kids. You have a great swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really nice. That's his like second baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the summer, it's his first. I get pushed to the backside. It's all about the pool. Oh. <laughs> I joke. I'm like, it has to be the cleanest pool in Medina County because um. we spend a lot of time there. Yeah. And. You got a great big chair now. Yes, yes. we have a great big chair. My father in law built me. Adirondack chair. Yep. Yes. And then we have a new Gaga pit he also built. Uh-huh. And we have the playground. And yeah, we're trying to incorporate a lot of new activities that, you know, people are looking for. Now, what did you call that? The Gaga pit? Mm-hmm. What is that? We saw that over there. It's basically. The kids all know it. If you ask any oh. elementary school kid, uh-huh. they go Gaga for it. Oh. And, okay. uh, they it's i think it's more of like a version of foursquare and dodgeball wrapped up into one wow. like you have to hit the each other but it has to be under the knees and you could do i don't know it's like a wwe ring we just throw the kids in there all right there you go <laughs> yeah that makes great. sense yeah, yeah. I well i always said when i was raising our daughter and that was you know if we just had a box and a pile of dirt that's all they needed yep mm-hmm. that's know? 
my one-year-old, we just throw her in there, and she goes ham. Half the kids, because we lined it with sand. It's like a giant sandbox most of the time. <laughs> Do you ever get woken up in the middle of the night with stuff? Oh, always. Really? Yeah. Having the gates, because we do have the gates on the property. I like that, that that That's it's gated and, and nobody can just come in anytime. Yeah. I so love So the only problem with that is that if they don't get key cards, they have to use that call box in the middle oh, of the night. Oh, that's right. 2.30 in the morning. We're trying to get back to our campsite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely plenty of times where, you know, these people are being too loud, usually on the holiday weekends. and. We usually know what corners of the park it is and how they left the bands that night. We kind of know where we're going to have to check right. Yeah. those nights. But yeah, for the most part, everyone's pretty good. But usually it's just getting in the gate is like our number one anymore. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. You ever have anything unusual or really funny happen? Oh, we had a Prevost go in the ditch up front oh, a few no. years ago. Prevost. Yeah. So the GPS has everyone get off on 57 if they're going west. Uh-huh. And so that's how the GPS told him. And he had someone right on his butt. So That's he, a sharp turn coming in here. Yeah, a really ditches. sharp turn yes. with a 40-foot bus. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't pull wide enough to pull in. And we're all sitting on the front porch and we're like... Please, and it was a Sunday because we're trying to get Sundays off. You know, I'm trying to be like, we need a rest day. Right. And we're like, please don't turn in here. Please don't turn in here. And then, and he got stuck in the ditch. Whoa. Yeah, I had to get the wrecker out to pull him up. And they're like, we picked up my mom in New York. We're headed, because it was during COVID, of course. They're like, my mom was stuck in her apartment in New York City, and we wanted to get her out and take her back to California with us. So, we bought a Prevost to pick her up in. Whoa! <laughs> oh, man. One of the most expensive they RVs. They said they, the deal was too good on it. They found it discounted. But oh. I'm like, okay. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh, my gosh. But, yeah. So, that was a good one. There's always something crazy, especially with everyone now, the new campers. You'd be surprised to watch people back up. You probably see it when you're parking here, watching yeah. people try to back in their RVs. Oh, yeah. We all just sit and we're like, okay. Oh, yeah. You got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dinner and a show. Yeah. <laughs> we watched one guy. This was in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Park his, it must have been a 40-foot trailer. Yeah. A and fifth wheel. A fifth wheel. And it took him an hour. And... He scraped up the awning. He had. I was going to go over and help, but well, there, there were, were enough trees. Right, yeah. he was going between trees, but yeah, he but kept going were, in yeah. and out and in and out. he just couldn't get it. But there were enough people helping him, and it was like, oh my God, there goes the awning. Oh my, there goes the other awning. Yeah, <laughs> it was nuts. And then you take a look at just some of the pickup trucks. And the damage on trucks will tell you where it's been and what they've done. Yes. Yeah. We actually, okay, this past week, this very sweet man, he's been coming here a few years. He forgot to put the tongue jack down on his trailer. He has a travel trailer, right? Here for a month. Okay. From just walking in the trailer, you know, you have some movement. The tongue jack wasn't down fell off all his stabilizers. He ran out. He's like, I thought there was an earthquake by how the camper got jossed around. Oh my and so gosh. luckily there were a bunch of seasonals over by him and they ran over because I was at the office. I just see a flock of people going, like, oh no, what happened? So I go over and they're like, his trailer fell off the jacks right onto the tongue. How they got it up, I don't even know how, but there's always something like that. He has 
crazy stories from back in the day when all the deadheads used to come through and the streakers and the lake and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. I couldn't imagine rock music and people who listen to rock music do stuff like that. Right? (laughs) Can never imagine. You'd get the deadheads out here? Deadheads would come to the, at that time, the Coliseum, mm-hmm. and we screen them, because uh, if you don't have a credit card, you can't come in. Right. <laughs> Wait, what are deadheads? Well, they Grateful follow the Dead. Grateful, Grateful Dead. Dead. Oh, okay, they, okay. They're just, they're groupies. Gotcha. Right. So they would come in, we'd screen them, and they would set up their little tents or whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, they'd go to the concerts and come back, and, you know, we'd make sure that they belong here right you know and they come back they play their bongos till four or five o'clock in the morning oh god um i remember we had a dentist he also had a thing of laughing gas in his trunk so he would make at the time they called whippets you know you fill the balloons and um, we're looking around i said eh, they're making whippets Nobody died. Nobody, you know. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it just. Mm-hmm. Wait, what are whippets? It's a balloon filled with. Nitrous lab, oxide. Oh, nitric those oxide. things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We had one couple. They wanted to sleep naked next to the lake. <laughs> well, you know, I've always wanted to do that, but I never got a yes from somebody. <laughs> I, 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 understand, I understand. But, you know, it, it's, you know, they, they're their own they follow their own beat of their own drum drum. yeah and it was just they would come maybe once every three or four years because when they the one time they came it was before we opened and we couldn't accommodate them but they were in strongsville at the holiday inn and they filled the lobby Mm -hmm. you know it's you know it's just yeah it's just one of those things i remember getting calls to the pool because there was a woman sunbathing on the top of her car naked Uh, there's been all kinds of you meet we meet a lot of people and there's always some sort of story yeah wow that is absolutely do you you ever have anybody like messing up the bathrooms do they do you go in there usually at least once a year i have someone poop in the showers oh jeez. and then the bathroom in the woods because that's usually where our tent sites are Mm -hmm. um so usually wood weekend i have puke everywhere Uh-oh. i had to shovel last year i had to literally shovel it out there was so much puke everywhere oh, oh my gosh um, it's amazing what people do to yeah, themselves i'm yeah. cleaning up puke and i'm also puking over the railing oh, God. It up. Yeah, it's always so yeah, yeah yeah but it was funny me and my childhood best friend who camped here we were the cleaning crew still i'm still am but um this one weekend, every day we went in the shower, someone pooped in the shower. Oh, man. The toilets are, what, three foot away from yes. the showers? It's not far. You're just like, what are you oh, doing in here? Oh, that's crazy. But yeah. yeah. Do they do that at home? Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> and terrible. if they do, I don't want to live near them. Right. Yeah, right. Well, I'll tell you, I think you guys have a heck of a future. I think it's a great place here. Whether or not you're driving through Ohio and just want to stop for the night, or if you live in Northeast Ohio or in in the area it's nice to come here and just get a break you know you'd be surprised how many of our seasonal campers live like three miles away wow oh, yeah yeah you're like you guys live on seven acres 
why are you coming here? <laughs> and they're like, we like the company of the people. We made friends here. You're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know your beeper went off. Are we holding you from something? No, that's just the sugar. Oh, oh. oh it's sugar. Yeah, just the sugar. Oh, okay. Isn't it great getting older? Oh, man. <laughs> it's not for the meek. No, yeah, it is not. Right, right. Well, we want to thank you thank guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Good luck to you guys. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Bob and Mustina from Maple Lakes Campground in Seville, Ohio. The link to their campground is down below in our description, so you can easily find them. Yep, and you'll be able to easily find us at the Music Box Supper Club in Cleveland, Ohio. It's going to be Wednesday night, June 28th at 7 p.m. We'll be on stage talking about our travel adventures and taking your questions and a whole lot more. Best of all, it is free of charge, but reservations are required, so click the link below to get yours. And it's all sponsored by the fine folks at General RV and the Muskegon Watershed Conservancy District. Great places to camp. You're right. Also, join us next week for another episode. And until then, Jeff, mm-hmm. I think you should go sleep naked next to the lake. Oh, are you coming with me? Sure. You go on ahead. I'll be there shortly. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.